Welcome to Explore the Force, our international Star Wars podcast. This week we have <laughs> this week we have Jimmy with us today. Hey, Jimmy! Hello, everyone. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. How about Good. you? Um, Good. Well, myself, I'm Taylor, and I'm doing pretty great. I'm uh, excited to chat with you. Uh, we don't have Jack with us this week because he's hiking. What, what's he? Is he still he, hiking through the Grand Canyon? He, well, <laughs> he is on his way to the Grand Canyon. So we finally got Jack in the States and we're having yeah. trouble connecting. So um, Jack will be, I'm sure he'll, we may get on later and talk in a separate episode. Um, just some Ahsoka spoiler stuff. But um, I believe that he flew into Vegas. He landed in Denver, flew to Vegas, and then are driving from Vegas down to the Grand Canyon where he and his units are going to do some massive hiking. Um, I'm kind of curious as to what kind of training they're doing. I want to know if they're trying to retake <laughs> us, but we'll figure that all out. Damn. Um, yeah, why well, As we go. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't know. So top secret British military uh, uh, trip, I guess. Well, not really top secret, but you know. But anyways, nice. so yeah, we're missing him. Uh, good news is that he'll probably be back on Tuesday for our uh, – our Soka recap, our Soka HQ um, show, and he won't have to be up at two o'clock in the morning. So maybe we'll yeah. have a coherent uh, Jack. You know, if he hadn't ha- hasn't hiked <laughs> too many miles or too many kilometers um, that day. So, but anyways, <laughs> so um, Taylor, how has your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty good. I uh, am getting a lot of fall gardening stuff done, and for you gardeners, you know that's a lot of raking and hedging and trimming back and stuff and you know i have to do i well not i have to i get to do that on 120 acres at the greater vancouver zoo so uh those gardens are going to be looking beautiful soon and you know who to thank for them (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's been a good week it's been a busy week but it's good i like that chill in the morning I'm almost ready to have a pumpkin spice flavored beverage in my hand. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I said almost. Well, it is almost Uh, on solo season, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Girls in their vests and their high boots. I like to call that Han Solo season. So blue jeans. Blue jeans. Blue jeans. Blue jeans and high boots and their things. Yeah, so um, we have been it's been pretty warm. We're gonna get we're gonna get a reprieve from the heat this coming week, so that's exciting. Um, awesome. Just more of the same cross country school recording. You know the usual. Having two teenagers in the house has been pretty exciting. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, you know, been a good week. Can't complain. So good. <laughs> so during your week, did you have any force encounters that we need to talk about? I really want to say yes, but I can't think of well, any. Right. I don't know. I did a lot of reading this week. <laughs> I did. I finished off the Ahsoka book that I was working on, which I've read it before, but I just, I don't know, wanted to read again. And I was rereading the Red Blade book, the Inquisitor book a little bit. And, and then I was kind of dipping back into the light of the jedi a little bit no dang yeah confusing myself a little bit so i need to step back i need a break but i don't know i wish i had a better force force encounter (laughs) what about you do you have anything well yeah i we have one thing that we can't talk about yet which i'm very excited (laughs) that we've talked about oh oh but we can't tell anybody so that's super exciting and um i just can't i'm freaking out Jack has forbidden us from speaking about it, which is probably good. Um, <laughs> we don't want to jinx Daddy it. J- yeah, Daddy Jack. So hopefully that'll come <laughs> be happening soon. Um, yeah, a few things. I finally finished up the T6 uh, Lego. So that um, build video should be coming out here soon. I'm hoping 
uh, maybe this, you know, this some early this week, maybe after we record, maybe Wednesday or Thursday after our Ahsoka stuff. Um, nice. But yeah, just little things here and there. I went to Barnes and Noble to try to get the Tales of Light and Life uh, yeah. short stories, and they were sold out, which is pretty exciting. I mean, it kind of made me angry when I went there, but I was <laughs> like, well, that's awesome because that means lots of people are reading it. Yeah. So I was really Actually, excited for your that. Your area is um, busy. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's worth it because I got to go back into Wichita um, in a couple of days and go get it. They got more of them coming in. So I'll do that because um, I want that because there's supposedly Amazon, not Amazon, sorry. The Barnes & Noble has a special story that's only in that version. So, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you so, were saying. The extra story. Yeah, so. Yeah, an extra story. So then we're going to probably do something with that. Maybe uh, like a story a week or something. We'll talk about them. Uh, see. Ooh. We'll see. But yeah, so, you know, not not a ton of stuff happened, but a lot of little things kind of coming together um, for my yeah. force encounters this week. And, uh, you know, I did get to sit down with a coworker and talk to Masoka. That was pretty exciting. She had a bunch of notes. Her name is Lacey. She's listening. Uh, she's been a listener for, you know, for a couple of weeks now. Um, hey, it was Lacey. pretty fun. To, she came in and she had a big list of uh, things about Ahsoka and stuff like that that we'll talk about later. But uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. So a lot of little things, you know, sometimes that's, that's not bad, you know, not nothing major, just a lot of little things. And um, awesome. yeah, so, but we did have some news coming out of bat too. So let's go ahead and dive into that. Shall we? Mid-season fan celebration. Disney Plus series Ahsoka will air in select theaters throughout the United States. Of course, it's uh, nowhere near any of us. <laughs> no, six, hour, six hours away in Dallas. Um, a couple people at school. We talked about it, and then we couldn't find a place to go. I mean, Dallas is six hours away, so I'm not sure it's worth yeah. a 12-hour trip. I mean, no. I would do it if it was if it was summertime. I would have done it with not even thinking twice. But with pack school lunch. and practice, pack the lunch and gone. So <laughs> I think I looked, and the closest one was like seven hours or something for me because it mm, wasn't just yeah. in Washington, right there, which is the closest like state to me. Yeah. But anyways, also, so the United playing in the United States, also London, Thailand, and or Thailand and Brazil. Uh, they will be the first come first serve tickets, which I'm sure they're going to sell it quick. But uh, yeah, yeah unfortunately, those are not near any of us. And even if it was close <laughs> to Jack in London, he's over here with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. can't watch it with us. Um, yeah. So that was pretty exciting for like 10 seconds until I realized it wasn't going to be uh, <laughs> yes. near Emotional me. Emotional yeah if any yeah exactly excitement sadness oh. um so if any of you <laughs> listeners are gonna go see this uh let us know how it was seeing on the big screen because that's amazing uh definitely do it because maybe you can get a cool poster out of it too or something and you know who to send it to <laughs> <laughs> uh general harris Dula is now appearing at galaxy's edge in disneyland in California. Pictures show her with Chopper. I saw the pictures this week and she actually looks really good. Like she looks awesome. Yeah, and Chopper looks great too. And and I guess yeah. it's like a um like an updated version of Chopper, because they've had a Chopper before, but like this one is like really updated, so he's got all the extra yeah. all the extra bits and bobs and uh, I don't know. Just look how she's standing. Like in every single picture, she just has that Hera like attitude. Like no, she looks amazing, so it's yeah. very cool. I just wonder if they're going to do like a new person each week or something like that. It seems to be going that way, right? Because I'm assuming Sabine's probably next. Oh yeah. Okay. So they just so they just added Ahsoka last week, or did Ahsoka, they add Ahsoka? Yeah. No, they added Ahsoka the day of the first release. Yeah. So, so. the twenty second or the twenty third or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they yeah. added Hera. Have they added anybody yep. else? And I'm just missing it. I don't think. I think it's just been those two since the show started. But I mean, as over four weeks, they've for three weeks they've added two new characters. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. that's so cool. That's exactly what we yeah. thought too. Like we were even talking about it about how like as as uh, we get closer to like the end of the sequel era, like the Galaxy's Edge is going to change with it. 
to stay mm-hmm. in the storyline in the story that's ah, really smart cool. smart on their end to do that keep adjusting and keep changing things a little bit here and there yeah i wonder if we'll see that in live action if we'll see bat two in live action <gasps> oh my gosh right? that would be so that cool. would be the way to do it right maybe in dave's feloni's movie or something to have that be some place that they land or something like you imagine people <sighs> I mean, you want to go there as it is but you'd really want to go there you know they build a set looks just like it or they use it whatever um it'd be pretty amazing so yeah like imagine mando walking into um walking into the shop of antiquities or, or what it's called yeah. and like he buys something off the shelf for like grogu or something ah! yeah. <laughs> god yeah um speaking of exciting so a lost star wars x-wing fighter is up for auction decades after going missing created by oscar nominated model maker greg jeans or giants i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right uh his personal collection it was actually found in someone's someone's closet they just happened to find this uh one of the original x-wings from red squadron um, and it was missing so all this the, time apparently they can't find it because there's only four of them that have all this stuff but um the bidding will start at $400,000 and the auction wow. will be held in Dallas, October 8th, uh, sorry, October 14th through the 15th. If I had an extra $400,000, I'd jet on down there. Yeah, you're but, heading uh, out. <laughs> I just, I just, a little out of my pocket, but apparently it was built by Industrial Light and Magic for Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, hey, the Red Leader, Red One. X-Wing is one of just four hero filming miniatures with articulating servo, controlled wings, and lights, according to the auction description. Hero models were built for close-ups and used in the final battle, including the trench run. So this thing was wow. like one of the main models they used for the very first movie, which I can I can kind of see why that's going to fetch a nice little prize. I'll be yeah, curious you can to find see. That. You're like, hell yeah, so, I could use another house. Yeah. I'll throw this up. Yeah. <laughs> So $400,000 to start. And that's starting bid. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Uh, Oh, the Hazlab Rebel Ghost closed with 21,768 backers, unlocking Ezra, Kane and Jarrus, and Zeb. The highly anticipated item is slated to be sent out fall of 2024. So it's done. Massive. Yep. It closed. Last week, um, it's previous week, it closed. Um, I remember we talked about it last Sunday. Obviously, our yeah. show comes out on Tuesdays, but we talk on Sundays. Um, at that point, it was at like 17000 I think, or maybe it wasn't was, even that high. Oh, was my it? gosh. Oh. So it took a massive, massive jump over a two-day, three-day span. And I know that one of our uh, listeners, and uh, Anakin Crespin, he pulled the trigger, man. He, he did the it. Trigger, he's got it. Yeah. So oh he says he's. How much you know, were one oh, of these? They retailed at four ninety nine, but with taxes and shipping and all that stuff, I think they came in around six hundred dollars. Oh. So, but it wow. is a beautiful, beautiful uh, piece of art. Piece of equipment, and I did, and I went, <laughs> and, I, and I went, yeah, piece of art. I went and I checked online uh, just to see to make sure I didn't close before we got on, and uh, there was a thing that said only you could only buy five at one time. Oh my god! Like, people were doing that. You know why? I, because people are buying. Well, they'll five buy them, them and sell them. Yeah, buy five of them for five hundred, six hundred dollars American, and then they're going to resell them in a week or when they actually start coming out for like triple the price. And people are oh, going to yeah. buy them. They will. They will. Which is crazy because you know, <sighs> you know, again, hardcore fans were in the mix. People who like it may not even realize that's happening, and then they're going to see that and they're going to be like, "Oh, I want one." And then they're going to pay a thousand dollars for it instead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's a bit, that's a bit crazy. Uh, next little piece of news. Now this interview happened before the aft, uh, the SAG after strike started. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I double checked on this, but um, they went and they interviewed uh, the actress that does is playing Shin Hati, and I don't want to disrespect her by trying to pronounce her name. So um, <laughs> she was she was asked to describe her character in an interview. Um, and she and she points to the character's inquisitive, inexperienced nature, but also her desire to find herself. It suggests Shin will learn more about herself in future episodes. And she said she's very calculated and at times impatient. She is a seeker. She's only in the beginning of finding her own voice. That's all I can really say. 
And then throughout getting to discover her, she has taught me a lot about understanding the intensity within somebody. I really think there might be quite a few people who may resonate with her, with some sides of her and her desire to understand her surroundings and understand something that is true to her nature. So that was pretty cool. That she's pretty in-depth with her character. And if yeah. you've been watching Ahsoka, she is an intense, intense character. Yeah, so, she really is. Yeah, I mean, there's not one. I don't. Is she ever calm in any scene she's been in? I mean, she's got those eyes. She's just like ah. So <laughs> no, she looks like she's about to explode, or like she's about yeah, to just so, like lose it. Um, and then later on, they they had asked her, um, you know, how you know losing Ray Stevenson, and she had some really sweet words to say about him and how she wants to carry his light on in the future, and that what a you know a big part of her life just in that short amount of time they spent together he became so that was really cool to hear that you yeah. know Aww. we're all obviously people are falling in love with that character and you know he's getting attention unfortunately you know a lot of it because of that and some because of how him passing away but it's good to know that he was a really good guy and that yeah um, you know he's gonna be missed by everyone who's worked with him yeah and finally hasbro's been pretty busy this week they also announced a new black series ahsoka and hk 87 assassin droid called the carbonized series Oh. Uh, this will be an Amazon, yeah. This will be an Amazon exclusive deal, and I looked at them. They look really, really cool. I collect a little <laughs> bit of Black Series, not as yeah. much as some people, but um, these look really cool, and I may have to pick them up. So awesome! I have do, to look and see yeah, what they look like. <gasps> yeah, they look really cool. So, but that is all the news we have coming out of Batu this week. This week, we thought that we would make our main topic a little bit relevant to. Uh, the Ahsoka world right now, but we also decided that we didn't want to put a whole bunch of Ahsoka spoilers on today's episode. So you guys are mostly safe from us <laughs> giving away spoilers. Yeah, um, we're not too good at that yet, are we? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so this week, we thought that we would talk about the history of the Night Sisters, or I guess um, a little a topic about the Night Sisters of Dathomir. Which are also the what are they? Witches of Darkness, I think was another yeah. name or something daughters like of that. Dathomir. We yeah. got Night Sisters, Witches of Dathomir, and Daughters of Dathomir. Um, according to Wikipedia, uh, the Night Sisters were a clan of an ancient order of magic wielding women, most of whom were Dathomirians who lived on Dathomir. <laughs> go, go figure. Uh, <laughs> a planet bathed in dark energies. These dark side users were able to perform their arcane magics by tapping into the magic icker that flowed from the depths of their planet so um they use the power of the planet it seems like and mm -hmm. um just a little bit of backstory on these guys and we're going to talk about a bunch of different characters of course with morgan elizabeth coming to being one of the big baddies of um the ahsoka show and having showed up in mando we thought we would dive into this but um asaz ventress who we're going to talk about she has a quote says night sisters know the dark side better than anyone we grow up steeped in it but we can use it as a tool and stay ourselves, unlike mm -hmm. the Sith. That balance is what you must learn. So Ahsoka talking to her her boo, Quinlan Voss there, <laughs> talked about how the Night Sisters are able to dive into the dark side but not let it overwhelm them, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, um, well, isn't one of the main rules, like, you cannot use this for uh, for evil? Like, you can't use the power for evil as, like, part of their, like, old time religion for the witches yeah i don't know i get sometimes i get confused between like the uh the canon and the legends aspect of things you know uh, most yes. of what i see is from uh you know the stuff that we see from you know we're going to break this down of course you know from clone wars on and that's kind of stuff i count as you know what we we're try talking to stick about. to canon yeah yeah we're gonna try to stick to canon um, sometimes I get a little confused by which is which, but there's a little bit of more backstory before we dive into this. The Night Sisters were created by Dave Wolverton and the first appeared in his Star Wars Legends novel in 1994 called The Courtship of Princess Leia. Um, where are we at here? So he created this um, these figures because he thought that there needed to be more strong, powerful women in Star Wars, you know, back in yeah. 1994. Uh, so the idea was to bring these witches in um, the sisters of Dathomir and have them be, uh, you know, on equal footing of the Jedi and the Sith Lords. And it says that he was quite delighted when he found out that George Lucas picked up the Night Sisters for <laughs> um, when he brought Maul into the um, 
you know, into episode uh, one. So that's pretty exciting um, that he got to yeah. do that. But it's kind of cool that that's kind of where they started. And of course, as we go, you'll see that. I mean, they are some very powerful women in Star Wars and have. And I was kind of surprised by doing our research how much they're actually tied into Star Wars canon. Yeah. Yeah. So they're actually. Yeah, the Night Sisters are actually throughout canon a lot, and I know that it's kind of a step away from like the you know generic Star Wars as we know because they're like witches and undead and all this weird confusingness. Um, but like we see them in the Clone Wars animated TV show a lot. We get a whole history lesson on what happens to all of the Night Sisters during the Separatists and the Clone Wars and. Um, they're in the Dark Discipline book. Um, yeah, the, the Dark Disciple, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dark Disciple. I can't even read. Um, <laughs> with, Asajj Ven- with Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Va- Boss. And um, we also see them in Jedi Fallen Order. And I guess we see them in Survivor as well. I haven't yes. played it yet. <laughs> wow. Marin's still in it, so I mean that's right. not really oh. a spoiler alert because she's in all the uh, the trailers right. and stuff like what that. But thinking? yeah, Marin's still in it. <laughs> but, yeah, so we have this broken down, kind of like you just said, Taylor. We're going to break it down, Clone Wars, because that's usually for most of us who haven't read a ton. Well, I mean, I've read some of them, but most of us who haven't read a lot of the Legend stuff were first introduced to them in the Clone Wars, and then mm-hmm. we kind of go into um, Dark Disciple, which was supposed to actually be a uh, story arc in clone wars but when they canceled it they took the story and they wrote it out you know made a book out of it and then yeah, we're going to go like into jedi art. fallen order yeah and yeah. then rebels and then of course ahsoka and mando so yeah i mean you can see like they've been part of this um for a long time but we're gonna kind of we're gonna start out with mother talzin right she's kind of the in um in clone wars when we first introduced her she's kind of the the emperor of the uh, night sisters in her mm-hmm. backstory. I'm not going to go all, all the way back before her, but she supposedly brought all the clans of the night sisters together. Oh um, yeah. So she's kind of responsible because they were fractured different groups. And Lots she went of out clans, and she yeah. kind of, yeah, she kind of went out and they all realized that they were stronger together, especially with all the things that were going on in the universe or in the galaxy Ugh. at the time. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing some backstory on that, like some like clan wars or things like that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but then, um, you know, throughout Clone Wars, we won't go into a ton of spoilers or anything like that, but she does work with Darth Sidious and with Dooku. Yeah. Um, anytime anyone works with Sidious, it's only going to end one way. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. Don't make deals um, with the Sith. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, so, you know, obviously Sidious doesn't want to share power with anybody. He's just using them, you know, ends to a mean means and so she he betrays her and then he steals uh who will become darth maul supposedly her son he steals her from her and then of course makes her makes him his apprentice and you know if you i mean i guess it's not a canon book but he's he's training maul on the side while he's still being trained by his master in the darth plagueis book um, oh really they keep they, yeah they kind of keep pulling that book if you've never read it it's worth reading just because it's of how amazing list. it is no yeah it should be because that's one of the one of the canon books i've read more than once just because it's so good um oh, okay the way it weaves it just weaves in and out of the storylines of the actual movies yeah it's really I've only cool heard all the good stuff things about it yeah it's, it's phenomenal um but so yeah, so there's our first main character, Mother Talzin, and she's sprinkled throughout the uh, Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, uh, I don't know when she makes her first appearance, but she's in a, quite a bit of it. But how do you feel about Mother Talzin? Um, I feel like I don't know. I don't really like their religion. I guess so. Their people's way is they first of all. They don't treat their men like people. They turn their <laughs> men into slaves and like breeders and like uh, they like sell them and stuff. So they like sold one of Maul's brothers to Sidious or, or no to Dooku, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, in yeah, the Clone they, Wars, they did. yeah, we'll get yeah we're gonna get into that in a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, so that was yeah. 
I don't know, Mother Talzin, she is super powerful. She, I think she was supposed to be trained by Darth Sidious until he saw her son's power, which is a lot stronger. And then they betrayed each other and he stole them all. So, yeah. But like, I also feel like she just gave away her children. She's giving away her children just like she did did Asajj Ventress and stuff. Yeah, she kind of does Asajj dirty. So that's kind of our (laughs) next topic. So uh, if you watch Clone Wars... Another of the Night Sisters that we're a ton of time, we spend a lot of time with, um, and I would love to see more about her. Um, so in 50 BBY, which was before the Battle of Yavin, so before mm-hmm. A New Hope, um, the clan sold Asajj Ventress uh, for protection to a, you know, to a criminal syndicate, sold her. And that kind of comes up into um, the, 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 the Dooku Lost Jedi book. It talks a little bit about her backstory, how she got sold. And then she finds the Jedi. She starts to get trained a little bit. And then he fi- and then Dooku finds her yeah. and takes her, which is a great book. You've listened to that audio book, correct? Oh, I've listened to it twice. Yeah, I love it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> really good. Um, I have written down here. We'll talk. I'll go through this stuff, and then we can talk about her a little bit. Um, trained by Dooku. Found by Dooku, then trained by Dooku. Betrayed by Dooku. <laughs> um, she wants to get revenge, so she goes back to Dathomir. She finds Mother Talzin. To get her yeah. revenge, it fails. So they send like assassins to get him. He senses yeah. them, kills them all, and then um, they use the witch magic. They use the dark side magic, and they make Savage Press. They basically give him the uh, super soldier serum that Captain America has, and they make him all <laughs> beefy okay. and um, the yellow all beefy of and all. massive. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome character. Um, and then. Uh, they send some, they send Savage off to train under Dooku, and then he's supposed to like kill Dooku when he gets a chance. But we'll get into that. So, um, so what yeah. do you think about that? Like, you know, Savage yeah. and Dooku's relationship, um, and then bringing in Savage as well. And I always say Asajj and Savage. Like that's, that's I, I kind of stumble on those sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. Sav- Savage, Asajj, Mal. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, they were, Asajj Ventress is in the Dooku book a lot. It's her listening to Dooku. He's telling her to get something for her or whatever. And she's reading into all of his, like, history, his past, like, all the stuff that he kept. And he's, like, she's, like, reading all these past little notes and watching these little hollow vids from his sister. And, like, he finds out all this stuff and, and, um... Yeah, and then you you're hearing all of Asajj's thoughts in her head as well, so you kind of know like how, how she feels about Dooku and all of this stuff. And then at the end of it, she um, well, he tells her to do something not so good, but she does it. But anyways, yeah, she she wants to be the best helper that she can to Dooku. But then in the Clone Wars, it kind of takes a, a self turn, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely does. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then of course they bring in Savage Press, and he goes in. And I haven't watched Clone Wars in a while, but I do believe yeah. that he goes in. He gets trained by Dooku, tries to kill Dooku, gets beat. Then he goes and he finds Maul. Right? Isn't that the order of things? I'm pretty sure oh. that's how it goes. And he finds, and then they bring back Maul, and he's all crazy, a- cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on that uh, junk planet. He it's has been the a spider while. legs I feel and like, everything. I feel like it's Asajj who, like, trains... Like, it's Ventress who trains Savage, and, like, she, well, they're they do, trying to but take... But they send him to... Yeah, they yeah. do send him to uh, Dooku, though, like, as a They like a screw around with thing. the poor guy, that's for darn yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. And then Maul tries to uh, train him, and then that doesn't work out either. <laughs> no. No, and then so the big part of this too then is Dooku sends Grievous in because all this stuff happens and then Dooku gets mad. He sends Grievous in and they absolutely wipe out. And what we thought, I know as, oh, I thought and no, because when Marin shows up in um, Jedi Survivor or Fallen Order, sorry, it's kind of shocking because we were under the impression that Asajj was like the only one left. But I guess if there's more Jedi still sprinkled out after yeah. World of 66, it's not unbelievable that you have more um, 
night sisters. Which but yeah, so survivors. he sends Grievous in there. They wipe him out, destroy the fortress. They kill almost all of them. Um, and so from that point on, mm-hmm. basically we're going to focus on Ventress, Mother Talzin, Marin, and, and then Morgan Elsbeth. They're going to be the ones that we really talk about uh, moving forward. So, all right. Yeah. So we kind of got, you know, their story a little bit that we've had, um, you know, kind of starting with Clone Wars. A lot of the story happens in Clone Wars. We get a little bit more out of it. And then, right, because it kind of kind of towards the end of the Clone Wars series, we have Mother Talzin show back up. And she basically, what, saves Maul, I think. She kind of, because Maul is crazy. Yeah. He's been on that planet. Um, and then she, what, gives him his legs back, I think. And Yeah, uh, she she actually helps him out. <laughs> and then... Yeah, because... They like side with each other and against Sidious. Yeah, mommy and son. Yeah, go after Sidious. So they go after Sidious and Dooku. Man, Dooku, he owns the the Dathomirians. They have not been able to. Every time they try something, they got to be real frustrated with him. But he's a beast. He is a beast. Uh, Talzin and or Talzin and Maul go after him, and City go after Sidious and Dooku, but they get killed well mother Talzin gets killed yeah and then i don't remember that episode i do remember the episode where savage and maul go after duke or go after uh sidious and yeah, sidious goes can... completely goes completely ape and just kicks both their butts <laughs> kill savage and then just like tells maul like get out yeah like take, so. <laughs> take what you've seen and go <laughs> Uh, yeah it's been a while since i've watched those episodes too but i like i do remember seeing those scenes and stuff like i remember thinking like oh my god like this is a kid's show like this is like slavery and like forcing and like selling (laughs) but it is a bit of a brutal arc for sure oh (laughs) yeah there's a couple in clone wars my my uh one of our listeners mike friend back home he just told me today because we were we were talking during the Steelers game, which was a sad, sad event. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were talking. He's like, "Hey, I started Clone Wars for the first time," and he's really been enjoying that. And I told him it just gets better; like it kind it of does. ramps up, and some of these story arcs get in there, and it's pretty crazy. Um, and then when they canceled Clone Wars, when Disney buys Lucasfilm. They had this story, and if I'm, and I can't remember where I heard this, but it's my understanding that um, George Lucas's daughter wrote the series uh, that gets turned into a book by Christy Golden called Dark Disciple, which really? is all about, yeah. So, which is because it was supposed to be in season uh, was it seven? I guess the original season seven, or like the second half of season six, but they oh. kind of canceled it. And it, oh, oh, I would love to see this. Yeah, I'd love to see this live action story happen because um, uh, Asajj decides, you know, she in the Clone Wars she becomes a bounty hunter, and we see her. She has a lot, really fun relationship with Kenobi. There's definitely some tension there <laughs> between right. the two. Of them. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh. And uh, but she becomes a bounty hunter, and eventually, there's this, in the book. There's I don't want to give too much away, but there's this whole idea that they're going to go and they're going to assassinate. Dooku, and they take yeah. Quinlan Voss. They get Quinlan Voss to basically befriend Asajj, mm. and but then some things happen. So <laughs> good things. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and if you didn't know, um, if you watch the Kenobi series, they they uh, they name drop Quinlan when he's in the the path there. So yeah, his name's on uh, the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, his name's on the wall there, which is pretty cool. But the idea is um, they kind of fall in love, all right, Quinlan and Asajj. And Quinlan goes through uh, a bunch of ups and downs in the book. I don't want to give too much of it away. And then Ventress Ooh. ends up – I don't I don't know if I want to spoil it. Some things happen don't, at the end of the book. It. and so. Uh, <laughs> but I would love, love, love to see this. But this is kind of the last time we really see Asajj Ventress in anything. Yeah. So she kind of just um, – her character kind of – is kind of retired, I guess, and we haven't seen Quinlan Boss since then either. Um, right, and that doesn't have that doesn't doesn't mean anything about the ending. I can promise you, um, you'll be surprised by how things end. But so that's okay. kind of the end of Talzin, 
Asajj Ventress, and then we play Jedi Fallen Order. And what happens, Taylor? What happens in Jedi Fallen Order? We, I know that's answer. Uh, <laughs> we, we meet a night sister or a witch of Dathomir, and uh, yeah, the friends, good friends, good friends for now. Very good friends. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said too, though, um, you talked earlier about how um, it's a matriarchal society where the women are in control. And when yeah. we get to Dathomir, you know, it's a pretty cool storyline because you see bits and flashes of her and then she shows up, but she's controlling the Night Brothers. Like yeah, she's kind right. of running them. <laughs> so, um, but that's pretty cool to see her. And of course she does, I think by this point, uh, everyone knows that she shows up in uh, Jedi Survivor. She was also in the book. The Battle Scars uh, book. The Battle Scars book. She's in that. A big part of hers is in that. Um, she's yes. a very she's a very interesting character. Marin. <laughs> Marin the yes, nice Marin is definitely yeah. Um they're very she's very passion driven. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to play Survivor so bad. Oh, it's <sighs> coming out for PS4, I've heard. Not till like next year. I looked it up. Oh. I know. I was like, oh, I might as well just start saving up for get the PlayStation yeah. 5. God. Well, you're going to need to because all those games that are coming out, they're all going to be for the five, I bet you. It'll be worth it. You're right. Well, It'll someone convince my husband, it. okay? <laughs> I'll, I'll chat with him. That's who I need to convince. <laughs> so, yeah, so Marin shows up. She's a big part of the stories. And this is during the age of the, 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 the Empire, the Galactic Empire. So that kind yeah. of all happens. And then in 14 BBY, um, she officially joins the crew of the Mantis. So that's pretty cool. You know, she's there yeah. with Seer and all of them. Grease. BD-1. BD-1. Oh, yeah. Maybe one of the best <laughs> droids. There's so many good droids. We should do an episode on droids. Yeah, we really should. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, we need to do that. Maybe we'll do that sometime soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> then we take a break from that. And, of course, the Rebel series. You know, these things. This is one thing that people have a hard time with Star Wars is because, like, things jump around a lot. Like, we got yeah. Rebels before we got um, before we got uh, Jedi Fallen Order games and Survivor. We had Rebels. But yeah. GBBY, if you've been doing your Rebels rewatches and stuff like that, getting ready for Ahsoka, you probably remember this episode. And it has ties in. It ties in nicely with the, um, the Mandalorian. But Maul and Ezra get connected. And they go back yeah. to Dathomir to try to separate from each other. And some craziness ensues. Do you remember that episode, Taylor? I do. Doesn't um, like Sabine get uh, like possessed and Zeb? I think they get like totally possessed by Night Sister magic and all this craziness. Yeah. And it's like has the dark saber is also in it or something. Yeah, yeah Sabine gets possessed, I believe, and then Kanan <laughs> takes that possession and Kanan takes it. And oh, somehow yeah. Ezra's okay, able Kanan. to make a make a uh, well. It's both of them. You weren't wrong. Kanan yeah. like takes the possession of if I'm remembering correctly, and then um, and then they end up fighting, and Ezra's able to like kill, uh, destroy these spirits because they're not actually Night Sisters or spirits. Night Sisters they bring in, but then yeah. they find the Dark Saber, and that introduces the Dark Saber to Star Wars fans. Right, and of course, we all kind of where that goes with the whole you know, and that has its own story arc that you should watch, and you'll see how. Um, Bo-Katan gets it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it kind of, you know, of course, then you jump to the end of season one of Mandalorian and everyone loses their mind when the Darksaber pops up out of the tie, you know. It all ties in. It all ties in. Like, right back to Rebels. Like, if you're watching Mando, you're just going to have to watch Rebels because otherwise you're not going to know what's going on in Ahsoka to know what's going on back with the Darksaber from Mando. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, too, is like <laughs> I said I said at the beginning of this, I didn't realize you know, I sit there and I think about the Night Sisters, and I'm like, oh yeah, they're fun little characters, but they are tied they're in everywhere. Yeah, more and more I've read, and that you know, and of course we're gonna we're about to get to the one that we know the best or we've gotten the most out of. Um, but nine A B Y, so after nine years after the Battle of Yavin, we meet Morgan Elsbeth in season two of the Mandalorian episode, the chapter thirteen, I think. The Jedi. Oh yes, in the Mandalorian season two, chapter thirteen. Yes, chapter thirteen, and of course we meet her there, 
and they name drop Grand Admiral Thrawn in that. And of course, and then we fast forward a few years and here we are with Ahsoka and Morgan. <laughs> Elsbeth is the big bad or one of the big bads. Um, and I looked up her backstory and it doesn't, I think they're leaving something out on Wikipedia because it doesn't make a whole ton of sense to me. And you can tell me what you think. So, so it says outraged by massacre of her people, obviously. But then right. she goes, she built up Imperial Navy by plundering entire planets. And I think you said something about this last week or two weeks ago. We were talking a little bit about uh, Elsbeth. Like, why in the heck is she working with the Imperials when that's the group? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not officially, but like Sidious, yeah. the Emperor, you know. But she throws herself into her work. I mean, she's kind of a jerk. I mean, she's like plundering entire planets. You, you see her on the planet Corvus. She's got that place. Like, I think you talked about how it was just basically just destroyed. Yeah. Forces and looks terrible. And then, of course, she works for Thrawn. And currently, she's, I mean, she's on her way to rescue Thrawn. And so that's like the latest of the Night Sisters that we've got. What do you think yeah. about Morgan Elsbeth? I really like Morgan. I love this character. She's just she's so evil to the core. Um, and right from I love how right from the Mandalorian uh, season two episode, it's so obvious that she is uh, like a night sister, like a Dathomir witch. Like it's so obvious she's wearing the red. Like her skin is like paleish, right? Like it, her skin and her hair are a lot more pale in this Ahsoka show. Like they make it a lot more obvious. Yeah. Um, but like the green smoke everywhere, and like it was just so good. And like she's such a good fighter too. When they're having their battle there in her like garden in the castle there, or. Um, but yeah, also we should say that the witches of Dathomir are not one specific like species. So like they're near no. humans. Um, and I guess in legends, it was, we won't go into legends too much, but in legends, it was just a whole bunch of outcasts kind of that had force abilities. So they're, yeah. So if you take from Rebel, uh, from legends, they could be any species, really. And we've got um, Asajj Ventress, who is all white, and she has, like, those lines on her face, like, down her mouth and stuff. Like, I'm not sure if those are tattoos or what, but it's the same as Yeah, Marin. I was never sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. Marin has those, too, right? Like, the yeah, lines on her face? Yeah, she has designs on her face and stuff like that. So yeah. And, I believe and, those are tattoos, so. Yeah, so if they are tattoos, then it could just be, like, that Morgan is the same species, like the same humanoid species as them. Just it's just like farther away generations, and maybe they're yeah. the tattoos now, or or a descendant down from them. But uh, yeah, apparently there was like even in legends there was like a Sith temple on Dathomir too. So that's why their power was from the Force was always yeah. like dark. In legends. But- yeah, in Legends, there's supposedly a, a a fallen Jedi goes there and teaches them the ways. Yeah, of, and they're and how all to, how to tap into it. But um, I think I think Canon gets away from that a little bit, and then this makes yeah, them yeah. you know dark side users. But they don't get um, they don't get up they don't get what, overwhelmed by the dark side of it. So, which is pretty cool. But that yeah. does kind of open the door for someone like let's say one Balin school to be or Skull to be able maybe he's learned from morgan or learned over the time how not to fall into it or you know who knows i mean i just think it's a open up a lot of new um can open up a lot of new options for the jedi and just people possibilities yeah yeah lots of possibilities but um if you had to pick like your favorite night sister from this group that we talked about or favorite arc or anything like that taylor what would you uh Ooh. What do you think? Which one have you enjoyed the most? I mean, I know it's a little unfair with Morgan Elspeth because we really don't know exactly what's going on with her. Yeah. Um, I'm um, really curious about her, but yeah. Yeah, I think Morgan has the potential to be super cool when we learn about her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like, we still don't even know why she's the boss of everybody and like, what, she's just so planned out. Like, she's still making stuff. Like, uh, I don't know. But it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think um, I think Marin's gonna have to be my favorite night sister just because, yeah. like, yeah, in in the Battle Scars book, she's like struggling with her powers now that she's away from Dathomir, and <laughs> and like I think she also taps into like using the Force like later. Maybe I heard rumor about that. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, besides all of the lots of like making out and stuff in the Battle Scars book, <laughs> like I like her from I like her in the Battle Scars book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to play Jedi Survivor and see what the heck's going on because I've obviously seen that yeah. kiss picture. So it's like ah, I just don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I ha- I really like Marin, and I I I'll be I mean my it'll change I think when they finish. The Fallen Order series, you know, yeah, I know we're getting one more one game. Coming. Yeah, I I love her character. I really hope we we get to play as her sometime. Um, but I have to say, Asajj Ventress uh, right now is probably my favorite, just with all of her, all the stuff that she's tied into her back and forth with Kenobi. She has a pretty rough story. You know, you sit there and you listen to her her story in the the Dooku yeah. book. You see the stuff that happens to her in Clone Wars and then how her story, uh, at least the parts that we know of her, how that ends with her uh, her story um, in Dark Disciple. She's very tragic. You know, of course, Star Wars does a great job of having a lot of tragic characters <laughs> yeah, to kind right. of fall in love with. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, was, I would say right now the Asajj, but it can be wide open. You know, Marin could take it over next year or two years whenever we get that next game. And then who yeah. knows with... Uh, I'm not a big fan of Morgan Elspeth. I think she's a good bad guy. I want to yeah. see what's going on with her. And I really need to figure out why her revenge on the Empire is working for the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Doesn't really what? make a lot of sense to me. But I, I could be missing something. <laughs> if I am, people let me know. I just, you know, I do feel like they're leaving some stuff out on Wikipedia that may be like spoilers for what's about to happen in the next four episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah, it'll be changed so. soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it could be. So we'll see. But I think that's pretty much it for the Night Sisters. Now there's a ton of stuff, folks. You can go out if you get on Wikipedia or fandom. You can go on there, and I think there's 11 pages. Yeah, of there's like lots. notes and backstory. They do a little bit, and then make sure you're clicked on the Canon tab though, because when you start scrolling down, there's a Canon and Legends tab. And don't make the mistake I made last week and spend <laughs> three hours reading <laughs> Legends material, thinking, "Oh, this is really great." I can see why some people were upset that uh, Legends isn't true anymore because some of the stories i've read were really They're cool. good but anyway yeah just make sure you're on the canon tab and that you're reading that stuff and you'll have lots and lots of backstory on it and i'm sure we're going to learn a lot more dave's doing you know dave is going to do a good job with uh elsbeth in this series yeah but i think that's i think that's what we got for the for you guys this week all right do we have a voicemail this week Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. Bring that up real quick. You're right, Taylor. We do have a voice message from the one, the only, Oral Farm Boy. Let's hear what he has to say. Yeah. Miss Taylor, Jack, and Jimmy Adams. Sorry. (laughs) Just listening to this week's Explore the Force. Traditional versus not traditional Jedi. That was such a fun one. Now, previous to this, yeah, I think it was Jack that took a look at Mace Windu. And then there was a question by Miss Taylor and also Jimmy, whether, because Mace has a purple-bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Whether, where it concerns that he skirts the dark side of the Force through his lightsaber form, which is Form 7, which is called The Pad, and whether or not that's Legends, no, that's canon. So you're you're both right. (laughs) And yeah, I kind of agree with that, that he's very rigidly traditional Jedi, which is pretty much what done him in, in my opinion. But then the question comes that Jimmy Adams laid it out, wants to hear from listeners, whether or not Luke Skywalker would be counted among traditional Jedi. And wondering what listeners are would answer who his master would be to teach him. Well, he had maybe a day or two or three with Ben Kenobi, and then a few months, as maybe we understand on Dagobah with Yoda, but for the most part, them aside, Luke was pretty much his own master, wandering the galaxy, finding Jedi lore and whatnot. 
to me, my opinion would be, yeah, Luke would be traditional Jedi, my opinion. And looking forward to other explorers' opinions on what they think about Luke and who they think his master or masters were. And looking forward to exploring the Force in my podcast playlist. Whether you're with me on my work day or I'm listening to you at home and sharing out who I'm listening to. So, till the next. Also looking forward to Ahsoka Part 4. It plays tonight. Oh. I don't get to take a look till I'm home from work tomorrow. He's in for it. <gasps> oh, he is. Looking forward to new Explore the Force episode <laughs> in my playlist. Till then, may the Force be with you, friends. See you on the radio. May the Force be All with right. you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he says um, Luke is a traditional Jedi, which is pretty cool. I think I we're going to, yeah. See, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a I lot of go back and un- forth on Luke. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's so like but, the way he started off and like his like family origin and stuff. But like, he's really trying hard to go to read it yeah. from the books and the texts and stuff. Like, he's trying super hard and. Yeah, I think he's trying to be. Yeah, traditional. no, I, yeah. I can see. I can. I could probably see it both ways, but I think you're right. He has a very untraditional start, but goes traditional, which was kind of the opposite thing that you said about a lot of the Jedi. <laughs> um, so you know, he ends up being he ends up being the chosen one or whatever. But um, so yeah, I can see that. I think we'll wait and really dive into this when we all three of us are back together because I think this will be a good good topic. And then um, if any of the listeners are still out there. I know we've uh, got some other emails we need to dive into, but um, yeah. yeah, but thanks for uh, sending us in folks. If you send us in your, uh, you know, send us a voicemail, you can email it to us. You can actually do it through the app at, uh, on Spotify as well. Now send us Ooh. a voice message. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. You can just hit the button and you can talk into it and it'll send it. It'll send it to us. You can email it to us. You can drop it to us in social medias, whatever you want to do. It can be about a topic we've talked about, something you want us to discuss. Let us know, man. We're always down for what the listeners, you know, we want to talk about what you want to hear about. So yeah. Or if you guys know. have a good force encounter, if you have a really good one, oh, yeah. let us know what it is. Because <laughs> yeah, we're laughing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, we've been a pretty rough uh, week on it so far this week. So hopefully it'll, hopefully our force encounters will pick up this week. But all yeah. right, Taylor, you want to take us out? All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to us this week again. Hopefully we're going to hear something from Jack. But from me, for light and life. And for me and Taylor right now, we have spoken. (laughs) Yeah, we have. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to wait for Jack's snazzy uh, quotes next week. (laughs) 